Welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your home for mind, body, business, and marketing. This podcast is home to the raw, real, unscripted conversations that nobody else wants to have. On Tuesdays, I bring in the guest experts, and on Thursdays, you'll hear all the high thoughts. So excited that you are here, so grab your coffee, cocktail, whatever your drink of choice is, and let's head to the lounge. Ashley, welcome to Lexi's Lounge. What are you drinking today? We're drinking this homemade cocktail concoction that tastes like an orange juice mimosa, but it is tequila. Yes, this is actually an in-person podcast. You're welcome. So we don't know what we're talking about today, but I do want Ashley to introduce herself. What do you do? Who do you serve? What's your... Give the spiel. things, yes. Hi, I'm Ashley. Hi, Ashley. (laughs) I'm a hairstylist slash beauty industry... Well, so I serve anyone in the beauty industry who's looking to elevate and scale their business, either behind the chair or whatever beauty industry thing, service you provide. And yeah, that's a little synopsis. She's literally amazing. She (laughs) grew, she's been doing hair since she was 16. Yes, that's true. And she grew her Instagram account to like, what, how many thousand followers? 22,000. 22,000 followers. Mm -hmm. She's coaching. I mean, just Mm -hmm. just very aspirational because I know so many people in the beauty industry especially Mm -hmm. feel like they get stuck behind the chair or stuck behind the massage. Just doing services in person, yeah. Yeah. They want to, like, get out of the actual services. They want to learn how to go passive and learn how to not be in the salon so much. And that's kind of what I've been working on in my business. And I'm finally going down to, like, three days a week, no weekends, no evenings, and a new year. So it's pretty exciting. And I'll have two days a week dedicated to coaching, and then we'll see where we go from here. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. So for the people who are feeling like they're stuck just doing hands-on services all the time Mm -hmm. what's your top piece of advice for them i think it has to do a lot with like inner work and like going into what is your vision for the future what is the vision that you have and you hold for your life because you need to like reevaluate where you want to be in order to figure out the steps where you're going because it's not just but you really want to see like what is it that you want to do with your life because if your dream in life is to travel the world but you're stuck doing hair five days a week that really shouldn't be like the reality that you're in if that's what your goal is to be. So what are you going to do to take that step to act as if you're already in that reality now? Like what can you do to bring that forward? And that would be the biggest thing. It's just like give yourself pieces, give yourself glimpses of things that are going to feel like that reality until you can fully make it your reality, if that makes sense. That's that's really smart. So when it comes to vision planning, Mm -hmm. What would you, what kind of advice would you give to those people who are like, I'm just not a visionary person. Like, like I, I just don't know what I want. I mean, that's, I think the fun part of like being in the industry is you can do literally whatever you want. Like if you're like, Oh, I don't really like doing hair five days a week. Okay, cool. Like cut it down. Okay. Try something else. Like go volunteer somewhere. Like the world is your oyster. And I think that it doesn't have to be this set path. And lots of times life will be like, Oh, you want to get here, but here's like five different Hills. You have to go down and up and down and up until you get there. And maybe there's like a swing in your path that takes you into a completely different career path, but then you ultimately end up where you want to be. And it's, it's not a set thing. And I think that part of the journey is just like living it riding the roller coaster and I don't think that's bad I think a lot of times our society wants to say that it's bad to change your mind and say that it's bad to go on and off 
of a certain path, but in reality, you're riding the path that you are meant to be in, and that's just kind of what you got to do. Ooh, that is amazing advice. Like, you just came out of the gate swinging, and I think that's Mm -hmm. very powerful, Mm -hmm. because I'm kind of in this pivotal Mm -hmm. moment right now where I'm like, I built the corporate business that I ran away from, where I'm working... (laughs) I'm working for 10. Don't we all do that, though? Yeah. Isn't isn't that the thing about business ownership? You're like, ooh, I want to be my own boss. I don't want to work that much. And then you're like, I work an 8 to 5. No, I work a 24-7. No, I work seven days a week. And I'm always available. And I'm hating my life because I'm burnt out now. But I built it myself. And now it's my business. And I love it because it's my business. But no. Like, that's not. (laughs) But also, it's burning me out. And I feel like I want to. Yeah. I'm alive. (laughs) I want, I want to be unalive. Yes. I want to die. Oh, it's yeah. it's a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. But I like that you said that, I mean, you can pivot so many times. I, I truly feel like mm-hmm. pivoting is being a, like a, a water moccasin. That's my best example. Where you're like literally going... Is it like a water snake? Yeah, water snake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's when you're a water snake. <laughs> Okay. Business ownership is being a water snake mm-hmm. when you literally are just going back and forth. Like, imagine how a mm-hmm. snake slithers, a slithery snake. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. And that's, that's entrepreneurship. You're like, I'm going right and then left. Oh, I'm going to go back a little mm-hmm. more right and then left. And then eventually, you get hit by a car and you die. <laughs> Slammed with something, and you're like, Oh, great, what is this new hurdle? What is yeah. this lesson that is actually going to destroy me in the process? Yeah, right. And then you shed your skin, and then you keep going. Yeah, ooh, yes. Ooh, I don't really like snakes, but they're a really good analogy. <laughs> I hate snakes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, This is really yeah, good. We had a keep... snake in my backyard, and I literally was screaming. And then I was chasing it with the hose and spraying it until it left. Excuse and me, I have sir. a little, I have a tiny yard. So the fact that it was in there, I was like, you do not. Mm-mm. Your snake is trespassing. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. And now I have a mole. My husband has this tool. I'm not even kidding. It gets a mole every time. I'll have to ask him. I forget what it's called. Okay. Yeah, I need, it's, I it's, need that. It looks like a, like a plunger thing you put uh-huh. in the ground, and then when it goes up, you, there's a mole on it, and you take it out, and the mole... <gasps> I need that. Yeah, I'll have to Yeah, I've been fighting you. this mole. Oh, it's like a fight to the death. Oh, okay. flooding it every day. It's on Amazon. I'll put it in my Amazon storefront. <laughs> Get that coin. Get, Get that, that coin. coin. Gotta love the Amazon storefronts. Mm-hmm. Right. So, are you in a pivot right now in your business? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm always in a pivot. Ooh, I like that you own it like that because I feel like yeah. a lot of people are really nervous to say that they're pivoting. Like they oh, feel no. like they're going to disappoint. No. No, I just I like to say I fly by the seat of my pants. But it's more just, like, I just follow myself wherever my intuition takes me. Like, if I want to go do this and then do that and then do this, like, I have no problem doing that. And I think it's just, like, learning how to be unapologetically yourself in your business is something that a lot of people have trouble with because they feel like they have to stick with a certain identity. Mm -hmm. But the beauty is that you don't have to stick to anything. Like, if you're a coach right now and you want to decide that you want to be a lash artist, you can go do that. Like, and if you're, I don't know, a real estate agent and you're like, "Mm, nope, I hate working with people, you can go get a job that you don't have to work with people. It's, you can always pivot. There's nothing wrong with pivoting. Mm -hmm. I think there was this narrative that we had been assigned by the generations before us that... Uh 
you can't switch a job. Otherwise, on your resume, you look like you're flaky and unreliable and untrustworthy. I remember I would pivot between jobs so many times before I started my own business. And that's really when I knew I needed my own business. Mm-hmm. But like, if truly, if I was in corporate right now, I would have quit nine jobs within the last two years. Mm-hmm. But I think it's all about finding out, like, it's bullshit when we go to high school and they're like, pick your career path. Hey, it's Alexi McKinley. Interrupting your thought process here because I want to share something with you. Well, actually, can you do me a favor? Will you please stop what you're doing right now, head to my Instagram at alexi.mckinley, and DM me the words in all capitals, podcast, and see what happens. Okay, back to our regular programming. You have to pick one thing and blah, 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 blah. Like... My husband got so much shit from, like, everyone because he had, like, four different jobs before he now is at school going to be a lineman. But it's, like, every single job was the next step up to get him to where he wanted to be. And the generations before that think that it's bad to change jobs, even if you're changing every six months. Like, I don't know. And I think that a lot of the people that are still running those companies are in that. So then the people that are owning and running those companies get butt hurt because they're like, why are my employees leaving? Why can't I keep anyone? And it's because, well, you know, they want what you aren't offering. And I think this generation is, like, the generation of I almost want to call it like Manny Gens like yeah. human design manifesting generators that just like they're going to do what they want they have all these ideas and they're going to act on them and the past generation is just like no you can't you have to do one thing for the rest of your life you have to work a 9 to 5 get a 401k have babies do this blah, 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 blah. but no nah, you don't have to do that <laughs> and then hopefully by the time you retire you've worked your way up to 100,000 a year over the last 50 years Oh, and guess what? Your social security is going to be gone by the time you retire. That's just, it's pitiful, honestly. But I guess we also live in Seattle where like 100K is basically like you're on the poverty line. So (laughs) it's true. It's true. It's very true. And it's so frustrating that like a thing, like a family can like barely live off 100K in Seattle. It's so stupid. I know. It's honestly, that's fine. That's all fine. I think that's a huge reason why the whole movement towards like selling your house, getting an RV, being a digital nomad, working from wherever is so popular because you don't have. I mean, I I guess it depends on, like, Mm -hmm. where you reside for your your home state. But you don't have to just be stuck in one place and take out a $1.5 million mortgage and pay Mm -hmm. nine grand a month in order to live there. Like, Mm -hmm. you can pay a $300 RV payment unless you pay it in cash, baby. (laughs) And then travel the world and, like, Mm -hmm. see the world. But that's what, okay, think Mm -hmm. about this. The generations before that, you know, the the American dream, work up, retire, then travel the world in a motorhome. Our fucking generation is smart. We're like, bitch, we're going to work from the road. <laughs> then we're going to be in a motorhome now. And I mean, that's like my goal right now, because I want to be on the road and like just work from coaching. Like that's where I'm going. Kind of all of my pivots are leading towards me not doing hair anymore. And Sorry, clients. Yeah, sorry, my clients. My clients already know. My clients have known because originally we thought we were going to move in January. Oh. So I was telling all my clients and they were all like distraught. (laughs) But they didn't know how to go on. And then when they found out I was staying for a few more years, they were all like, okay, I know this is really sad for you, but like personal gain for me. Like I'm chilling now. I don't have to worry about it. So, but I feel like living on the road just 
that is the dream life now is like not having a set place to be and just experiencing everything because how many people do you meet that they have never even been out of the state that's really sad like I have a lot of clients that they're like no I've never even left Washington and I'm like, are you okay do you know, do you know how, how close we are to like Oregon <laughs> even though it's like not much to see but like I mean no offense to Oregon but I yeah. hated it oh yeah yeah have you, you ever gone over the mountains like at the mountain pass have they gone to eastern Washington the one client specifically that I'm thinking of had never even been to eastern Washington I'm sorry what how yeah. like I got culture shock from going to New York like oh. Washington is in such a bubble especially in this part of Washington mm-hmm. it's like there's no diversity whatsoever everybody wears the same shit everybody mm-hmm. looks the same everybody talks the same acts the same it's like I mean this isn't really like a small town per se it's getting way bigger but yeah. it has small town vibes where everybody's like everybody knows everything yeah. well it's gotten so much bigger now but still mm-hmm. it's it has like small big town vibes yes big yeah. small town vibes I went to, like, a small school, so it was, like, you know everybody's business, you know everybody's mom's business, and it's, like, yeah, no, you gotta get out, gotta get out of the comfort zone, because, oof, but, I don't know, my culture shock was going to the south, like, tell me about it, tell me about it, it's a whole different country out there, okay, tell me more, well, my husband's from Mississippi, and it's just a whole different country, I don't even know, (laughs) I don't even know how to explain it, it's just insane, okay, tell me about Mississippi and the south, what about it it's just i mean instead of alarm systems they have pit bulls which like no offense to pit bulls love pit bulls they're adorable love pit bull loved your last music video <laughs> but like there's just like it's more like culture shock based on like how everything is run and the towns are run out there it feels like everyone's bought out and basically it's one man for himself instead of like having a bunch of people around you it's very very interesting like geographical location wise or like like the, how the government's run <laughs> just the, the government. as, just the aspects of you know life down there it's very very different like I asked well I mean I do hair so I asked his grandma I was like how much do you pay for your haircut she's like mm, I don't know like $15 excuse me absolutely <laughs> like you not. can't you can't even go to a beauty school and get that anymore I don't think my mom gets her hair washed for $15 at the oh beauty school gosh. Did she go to the one in Everett? I don't know. Oh, that's the one I went to. The one, or in Marysville, that's like on... Oh, I think she does. Yeah, that's where I went to beauty school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right Bitch, to the you Goodwill. Would, you'd be like, I need a $20 tip. If you're Do you know it was $3 when I went there? $3? Mm-hmm. Wow. $3 to get your hair washed. It was, I think it was like 8 to get it washed and blow-dried, but it was $3 to just wash your hair when I was there. I mean, do you give like a, like, do you... Scalp... Massage? Yeah. I think you had to then. Do I do it now? No. <laughs> but <laughs> Did you see I, on TikTok those scalp treatments? Which ones? Is uh, it DIY? No. Okay. It's when they go in. It's like places that actually specialize in scalp treatments. Oh, like the ones where they like microscope your scalp? Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Not for me, yeah. but fascinating. They, <laughs> they had someone at our beauty school when we were there that offered to like take a picture of your scalp, and I was like, no, I will not see how crusty my own scalp is. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, that's just not a part of my journey today. So in your personal opinion, what do you think the hardest part of the pivot is? Like when, when you decide, okay, I don't want to do hair anymore. Mm-hmm. I have these clients. I don't want to do hair anymore. Mm-hmm. I know I want to be more passive, travel the mm-hmm. world, whatever, but like, where's what's the biggest hang up that you experience? I think my biggest hang up 
or at least like right now currently, is wanting to sustain my hair business while building my coaching business because my heart is telling me stop doing hair right now. Just go balls to the wall with the coaching business. But where I'm at in my life, I can't do that right now. So I think that's my personal like hardship with that. But I think also just in general, when you pivot, it's like you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how it's going to go. And a lot of people just fear the unknown. They fear what could happen, what could happen to them, what basically all of their limiting beliefs that could be there. And I think that part of the beauty of it is finding out the unknowns. But a lot of people are so afraid of it that they'll never make that jump. Mm, because it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Like it, I think honestly, because it feels like we're back in the beginning of our business mm-hmm. when you felt that imposter syndrome, like mm-hmm. you didn't know what you were doing. You didn't know if, if it was going to resonate with people. Like it's back in that very unknown, uncharted territory. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, it, at least in my experience, that's where I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. This is like, it's scary mm-hmm. because you're essentially starting new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like taking that time to build again. And I feel like that's what like really caught me off guard with my first like pivot into coaching. I was like, wow, I'm a beginner again. I have no experience in this. And it does. It sucks because you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Got nothing going on. And and it feels like, oh, I don't have any authority or I don't have the results. I don't Mm -hmm. have the testimonials. I don't Mm -hmm. have this, that, or the other thing. But for you specifically, Mm -hmm. I would venture to say, here we go. Now I'm coaching. (laughs) I would venture to say that you could take all of the hair before and after photos that you have and turn Mm -hmm. that into like, look how good of a coach I am. Like I look at the results I've given my clients and I'm going to teach you how to do the same thing. I'm going to teach you how to... Do this blonding technique. I'm going to teach you how to retain clients, how to get killer reviews, how to do this, mm-hmm. that, and the other thing from my experience doing the hands-on shit. Yeah, you could do that, but, <laughs> but that's I, not part of my journey. <laughs> well, no, I just, like, I don't want to coach hair techniques, and mm. I never have. Gotcha. And that's not, it's not a part of my journey. <laughs> I, love that. I don't coach to hair techniques just because there's so much of that out there, and... I like to do things that no one else wants to do Ooh. and coach on the things that are woo and weird. And She's um, a very spiritual... I don't like the word woo because I feel like it makes people feel weird. But, like, it's spiritual. Oh. It's spirituality. Yeah. yeah. But she Just, did this whole class about syncing your feminine cycle mm-hmm. with your business. And I think that is the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah. It's just... It's something that no one... It's like... It's almost like people are finally starting to step into the feminine because we have been living in such a masculine paradigm for so long that women are finally stepping up and owning their shit. And part of that is being like, okay, all of us bleed every month or we have some sort of hormonal fluctuations that dictate what is going dictate what is going on in your hormones, your life, your mood, everything. And you should kind of just base everything in your life around that. And if you do, and if you do tap into that, it just makes everything so much easier. So like if you have your own podcast, you should probably be recording when you're in your follicular or your ovulation phase because you're more bubbly, you're more talkative. So this is when you want to go out, outreach. If you do sales calls, like take them when you're ovulating because you're just going to be naturally more out there. Like I need, I need this in my life. Yeah. What? Yeah. You should probably do that. That's a fucking great... Can we switch our calls for those? 
be more bubbly and outgoing. Just only, only in the Philippines. Once wow. a month calls. Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So what's the phase? Okay, let's let's kind of go into the cycle. I actually did a podcast about this earlier. That was mm-hmm. an owner of a tampon brand. <gasps> I love that. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. But we're, so we've been talking about periods a lot today. So Great. this is very cool. This is in line. So can you? Tell me a little, or tell our audience a little bit more about like the different phases of your cycle and what that physically mm. looks like. Okay. Well, first of all, you have four phases of your cycle. Like within your month, you have four different phases. And a lot of people just don't even know that much. Like I have talked to so many of my clients and that's where I get a lot of my market research is actually from my clients, just in casual conversation. Cause I'll bring up topics that just... I mean, I'm like, do every everyday women know this? And I would say at least half of the people did not know that there were four phases of your cycle. Because when you think about your period, what they teach you in health classes, oh, you bleed, and then there's a time of the month that you get pregnant. And everyone's like, oh, you can get pregnant every single day of your cycle, even on your period. Blah, 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 blah. No. no. Nobody freaking taught us that, which is super annoying. <laughs> yeah. My, I mean, I went to private school, so my health class was actually abysmal. But um, <laughs> Oh, you didn't just, go to Mary's Bell? No. <laughs> was abstinence or... Or you're going to hell. But, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> or death. Yes, essentially. You will get so. pregnant and die. <laughs> it's like, I always think of the scene in Mean Girls. I know. Don't <laughs> have sex standing up. Don't have sex in missionary. Just don't Here's do it. Condoms. Can you promise me some rubbers? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you have four phases of your cycle. So your cycle starts over the second you stop bleeding. So the second you stop bleeding, like, or the day after, boom, you're in your follicular phase. Follicular phase is where... Basically, your whole cycle is kind of like an inward and outward movement, kind of like a wave. So picture the period as like the bottom of the wave right before it starts to rise up again. And the follicular is when it's on that rise, like you are riding up the top of the wave and you're just kind of gaining energy. You're feeling a little bit more bubbly You in your body. You might be more creative. You have more inspiration. Like if you've been kind of like sitting around your house doing nothing for your period, you might be like, I need to clean up this mess. I need to do something and I need to be active again. You might want to like work out. There's stuff like that that will happen. We'll just temporarily pause. My husband is using the lawnmower standby. We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming to introduce you to this new life-changing, groundbreaking mastermind for the woman who knows that she wants more in her life, who's done with the tedious, monotonous, boring day-to-day routine that makes her feel unfulfilled. Life is too short for that, and this nine-month container is going to completely transform the way you look at yourself, the way you show up, and the way that you run your business. The Rebirth Mastermind is here. Link in the show notes to book a discovery call and see if it's right for you. Now back to the episode. Every time I decide to do a podcast, my husband mows the lawn or weed eats or mm-hmm. what was that called? Leaf blower? Leaf blows. <laughs> just blows mm-hmm. the house. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next so phase. After your follicular, you got your ovulation. This is the time when you can actually get pregnant, so watch out. But... Energetically in your body, you can have a lot more energy. You kind of want to be seen. Like you might just be like, I want to go out on the town. I want to go out to the bar. I want to, I don't know. You want to go shopping. You want to do things that are just higher energy. You might get on a tangent where you're like, I'm going to do 10 things today. I'm going to do this, then go do this, then go do this. And that is actually the time of the month that it is most beneficial for you to do that. Because if you were to be like, I have 10 things on my to-do list today and you're on your period, it's going to be like a drag versus when you're ovulating, you're like, I got this. And then that's typically, you know, like 
four to six days, depending on your cycle. You can track it with ovulation strips. Highly recommend, especially if you're trying not to get pregnant. <laughs> or yeah. if you're trying to get pregnant, I guess. Same, yeah. same difference. And then after that, you enter your luteal phase, which is the, or luteal, whatever you want to pronounce it. And this is kind of where the wave, you're kind of like starting to come down the wave. You're starting to kind of want to go more inward. You're not wanting to do as much outreach type of stuff in your body. You might start to get more exhausted, easier, tired, stuff like that. Hormonally, this is when people typically have PMS, if they have that, mm-hmm. where you're just a little bit more snappy, mm-hmm. a little bit more spicy. <laughs> just a little bit, have an attitude, but yeah. So that would be the luteal phase in like your work life. You're probably just gonna wanna like finish up all the projects you've been like putting off if you have like a to-do list where you're like, oh, I have to get this stuff done. That's kind of what you wanna do in that phase. And then your menstrual cycle, your bleed, most of the time you want to go inward that's when your energy you just want to be with yourself like take some time reevaluate this is also a really good time to make decisions which is kind of interesting just because you're connected with yourself because your intuition is kind of at its height on your period really mm-hmm. so what? a lot of times you can have like those quick witted no that's not the word i want i don't know if you have to make a decision and you're kind of contemplating it on your cycle is a great time to do that wow i i feel shooketh <laughs> as <laughs> i mean it, i i don't even i couldn't even tell you when my period's supposed to start so that's a problem i feel I like oh i mean i did but that was when i was trying to get pregnant oh and now well i don't have to worry about that anymore <laughs> but mm-hmm. i still like everything you just said i can mm-hmm. tell there are certain times of the month where i'm like it feels like I'm doing really, really well. And then mm-hmm. other times I feel like I'm just, I fell off the wagon mm-hmm. and the wagon has left with the horses. Yep. And I'm just and in the dirt. it can mess with your mental health too. Like a lot of times luteal people who struggle with different mental health things will have a harder time. Like even your anxiety can be worse on certain phases of your cycle. Like depending on how you carry yourself, how you carry your life. Like if you're forcing yourself to do so much stuff when energetically and based on your cycle, you're not meant to, that can just like heighten everything. Like can heighten sadness happiness you know it can like well I guess not happiness but like it can heighten all of the emotions and the anxious thoughts and everything like that it's just oh my god is there an app that tracks your cycle in that way that's like hey this you're in your luteal phase right now and she's pulling her phone out we're in person if we didn't already say that you did say that yeah Mm. did tequila get into you yeah tequila's inside (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there's an app called my flow flow as in flo you do have to pay for it i think it's like two or three bucks but it will like for me i am in the start of my ovulation phase i have a podcast scheduled for thursday as well which just so happens that i'm ovulating on thursday mm, so she's Whoop. ready to drop eggs hon. <laughs> more just like i'm ready to talk and it will be very good for me to you know be oh yeah Focus on raw fruits and vegetables. Hit cardio and communicating and socializing. I love that. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. Wait, click on the other ones. (laughs) Luteal phase. Root vegetables, grains, greens, strength training, and getting things done on your to-do list. Shit. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, so this app is, it's created by Alyssa Vitti. Oh, then it gives me a whole thing. Full moon, communicate, collaborate, expand, and receive. Oh, we are expanding and receiving. (laughs) (laughs) But it's created by Alyssa Vitti. I don't know how to spell her last name, but it's a book. If you like reading or if you don't, you still need to read it. Get the audible book, huh? No excuses. 
It's called In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti, and she also has a book about PCOS and other feminine cycle type things that you can have. I don't know what proper term for that medically is, but she has a book on how you can balance it with like your diet, how you like live your lifestyle, how you eat, how you just do everything day by day. She has a book about how to do that for like PCOS and I think it's endometriosis is the other one that she kind of highlights. But then in the flow is how to sync your life around your cycle. There's even parts of it like how to tell your kids about your cycle, like stuff like that. It's a really good book and Mommy's angry. <laughs> She's in her lodial face. <laughs> but when I first read this book, I literally was like so pissed. And my husband McKinley literally walked into the room and I was like, dude, screw you. And he's like, what did I do? I didn't do anything. I was like, and it was the post that I like created like the nine to five work day has been scheduled around the male's 24 hour hormone cycle and when I found that out from this book I literally went on a rampage I was livid I was pissed I was mad and I was like screw men like why do we have to do this we're getting divorced <laughs> because of this ma- whoever started this schedule yeah not actually but like uh, figuratively yes figuratively it's just like insane how much stuff they have cycled against the feminine and that's kind of like what I'm talking about like the feminine awakening everyone's just like coming back into that they want to like not everyone wants to be a nine to five boss at work they don't want to be a female CEO I literally don't want to work no (laughs) (laughs) at all yeah I just want to make money and travel the world yeah I haven't worked since like last Wednesday and I'm like do I have a single desire to go back to work no no sorry if I could just you know have like a thriving coaching business like tomorrow where I did not have to work Mm -hmm. I probably would stop doing hair right now well, well, yeah, because then you wouldn't have to it. stand there and then put foils in people's hair and mix oh my chemicals. Gosh. My back is like so messed up. I actually went to Bria. Is that who pronounced it? Bri. Bri. Love Why you, Bri. I thought it was Bria. It's Brianne. Oh, Brianne. Okay, that's where I went. Brianne. We love you, Bri. Yes. Got a massage yesterday. It's changed my life. Did you get cupping? Yeah. It's I am. I am purple. Like, oh, let's see. Like, I don't know. It's back there, but oh. I am like... <gasps> you guys. And you know what? It's cupping, bad. it's insane, like, how good it is for you. Like, how much more relaxed you feel, like, if you have a I'm tense hurt. back and neck. It hurts today, though. Like, I move like this, and it's, like, pain. You probably got a lot of... She was, like, sitting there with, like, her elbow. <laughs> Just digging. It was... How painful. do you get massages often? I didn't, but I'm supposed to now because it's doctor prescribed because my my stuff's so messed up. Listen, I've mm-hmm. been going for, I think, like six months, like mm-hmm. once a month religiously, and life has changed. Like, mm-hmm. I look forward to it because I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I can just now you can feel, feel it, mm-hmm. feel the tension mm-hmm. and the stress that builds up, mm-hmm. and I'm like... I'm well, and that. you're like, on the computer, like... Yeah, I will look at my phone. <laughs> With my clenched. My, I look like I'm a going in fetal position yeah. looking at my phone. Oh, man. At least you don't have, like, hairstylist neck. Like, have you... No. Like, I have the hairstylist neck where it's just, like, this lump. Let's see. And it goes forward. Like... Oh, I saw a thing. I actually got an ad for that today. <laughs> they probably saw my head. And we're like, mm, you need yeah, this. Yeah, and they're like, I'm going to just sneak this ad in mm-hmm. and act like it's coincidence. Yeah, no. No. And it's one of those things you lay back on and it like releases your neck tension. I don't know if it works, but my ass is about to buy it. Just to I see. probably need that. Yeah. Maybe we can manufacture one so we can have our own company. Oh, like, did you hear that? 
Did you hear that pop in my head right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. Do it well, again. I leaned my head and my entire head cracked. I can't do it again, but now I'm off center because like my head's leaning this way. Uh-oh. Well, I'm not a chiropractor, so that's so fine. All good. Man, okay, well, I now feel like I need to download that app mm-hmm. and get in sync. In mm-hmm. sync. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Let's do a little conspiracy theory that I'm just going to create right on the spot. NSYNC is a boy band. Okay. NSYNC <laughs> is being in tune with your feminine flow or your cycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not following. <laughs> I, and men created the work week and the cycle. Oh, you're even okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I was thinking um, like boy bands ruled the ro- world and they're in sync somehow with... Mm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. I'm Don't believe everything you hear on podcasts or see on the internet. I missed the boy band phase. Like, I am too young for that. Really? Well, me too. But <laughs> I do like rock music, and that's I, I credit that to my parents. They okay. they indoctrinated me in the best way possible. Mm. My, like da- my li- dad just had me listen to country music. Oh, well, did yeah. you listen to 90s country? Yeah. John Dan Green. Yes. On a hot More summer like night. Aaron Tippin. I don't know who that is. Do you know who Allison Chains is? Okay, mm-hmm. see, we, we're indoctrinated different ways. Okay, here's yes. another theory. Okay. It's not a theory, it's fucking truth. <laughs> the music that you like mm-hmm. right now is mm-hmm. directly correlated to what your parents listen to, for the most part, right? Disagree. Oh, okay, let's, let's fight. <laughs> what do you listen to? Literally anything that's vibey, but like... <laughs> The eye twitch. Like, like you can listen to it and just, like, get nice feelings. Oh, like, like, surfaces? "Mm." Like, what? Feeling good. Oh. Oh I mean, that one's, like, it was a little, like, poppy. Yeah. Oh, you like background aesthetic noise. Acidic? Aesthetic. Aesthetic. (laughs) It burns. (laughs) It burns your ears. Well, I don't know. I just like things that aren't so distracting that it's, like, She listens to piano bar radio on Spotify. I mean, while I work, I might. I actually really like jazz music. I have this, I have, like, three different playlists I go through, and it's, like, chill vibes. Like, (gasps) stuff like that on Spotify. Oh, chill vibes is the best, is the best Mm -hmm. playlist. I mean, you're, like, bopping. You don't even realize it. Yeah. oh, Oh, got him. But, yeah, I do like country music still. But, I don't know. I was raised, and my dad was like, none of that talking music. Like, music. where they rap. Oh. He's like, no, none of that talking. Mm. Like, and take you to the candy shop. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. None of that. Mm. But yeah. now I listen to audiobooks, so. So you're, like, constantly developing yourself. I mean, I'm listening to, like, fiction romance. It's not, oh. it's not like, oh. self-development. <laughs> did you get any cool, like, did you learn anything from them? Like, is there anything that you've listened to in a in a fiction book that you've applied in your real life? Actually, yes. There okay, was what? one book. I hated this book. <laughs> I hated it, but there's one thing. Yeah, and it was, it. it was one of those audiobooks that I was listening to, and I was like, this literally will never end. But it was this, like, romance about, like, something, like, these two people going off into the world, whatever, and one of them had anxiety, and they taught each other to just say, and that's okay. And that's actually something that's stuck with me because then it's like, oh, I'm freaking out because this might happen and that's okay. So that has been like the only one. And the fact is I hated the book, but I loved the message. Wow. So that part has definitely stuck with me, but that's the only one that like comes to mind. Wow. That's really powerful though. I don't even know what book it was. I don't know, but (laughs) that honestly though, I feel like the worst shit in the world could happen to you, but we Mm -hmm. learned something from it. So my husband's going through this right now where he kind of like, he didn't 
not do his best work on a job and it was a concrete job so now it's like oh shit. he's mm-hmm. i mean he's like full yeah. bore like oh my god fuck like i'm gonna fix it but mm-hmm. he's like i'm he's just kind of stressed out about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? There's the lesson here is you'll never fucking do that again. Yeah. Like, you'll never mm-hmm. just try to, like, do it yourself. You'll never do the DIY route again. Like, you're going to get the right team next time. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, like, honestly, I feel like in business, we can mm-hmm. learn so much more from our mistakes than just oh, being yeah. perfect all the time. And that's what I try to beat in his head every time there's something. Mm-hmm. Like, when he undercharges or when he has an unhappy client or maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't deliver in the excellence that he would like to deliver deliver in I'm like mm-hmm. well you'll never do it again yeah you'll never do it again because mm-hmm. you hate this feeling right yeah <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're never gonna have that feeling and then be like well let's just do it again next time i mean yeah, unless you're no. a dumbass yeah mm-hmm. well and i think that if you're open to learning the lessons that's great but some people aren't even open to learning the lessons like especially in the beauty industry a lot of people if they get like a bad review they just block what or like they get like a client that's reaching out that's unhappy they just block them they don't try and resolve them for me like make it right mm -hmm. yeah and so i think if you're open and receptive to the lessons like you can definitely find the lesson in every single thing that you do Mm -hmm. and i think that that is something that is beautiful and should be done more Mm -hmm. but it doesn't always happen so that's really sad because i oh it's really sad i really i truly from the bottom of my heart feel like nothing is a coincidence and i know people say everything that happens for a reason it sounds so cliche but truly Mm -hmm. every single thing that you have gone through like look back to your absolute worst moment Mm -hmm. you can find a lesson or Mm -hmm. a life-changing moment or like a mindset shift or something Mm -hmm. that you can like learn yeah that you can benefit from that you can grow from mm-hmm. and like if it's if it's not okay here's a here's a stupid example if you're like i have an example too oh you, you do first. you do yours okay well going back to my mole problem oh the, the mole in her yard. the mole not in my yard skin. yeah no not that kind of mole. no so there's moles in my yard and these moles keep on popping up with dirt and one of the things that i do is i bury my dog's shit in it <laughs> They don't like the smell of it. But okay, so a hole pops up, there's a bunch of shit in there, but hey, grass is still gonna grow because it just got fertilized. Mm-hmm. Like my grass is thriving. Oh, yeah. though, but it's so random thing. But like a lot of shit can happen, but there's still a lesson Literally. that can be learned and you can still grow from it as long as you're willing to grow. <laughs> you just bury your shit there and then something beautiful will grow. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> my grass is thriving because I buried my shit in it. My dog's shit, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go. <laughs> My example wasn't as good as no, I thought it was. No, but <laughs> I think it was really, it was a perfect. It's what I thought in the moment. It was a visual representation yes. of what, exactly what we were talking about. Yes, okay, you go. This is just the new example that came to my head. Okay. You go to the nail salon, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. You, you're getting a pedicure. And mm-hmm. before the pedicure even ends, you're like, I don't really like this color. But you don't say anything. You spend $75 plus with tip mm-hmm. and you walk out of there hating the fuck out of your toenails. And you're like, I will never do that again mm-hmm. because you should have just spoken up and said something. So what you learn there is that you're going to fucking speak up next time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's yeah. such a small lesson, but totally. I feel like a lot of people could easily turn that and be like, oh, they messed up my toenails. Like, bitch, did you say something? Mm-hmm. 
Like and a lot of com- people don't have the balls to say anything. Communication can take you so far. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think it, that's something we need to learn as societies. Yes. As a, a lot society. of people don't want to communicate. They don't want to learn communication tools. Mm. So they just like to bury their problems. You know, my biggest tool and tip for communication is just asking questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Well, this conversation was so fun. I feel like we hit so many different topics. I'm not even yeah. going to recap. But where can people find you and how can they work with you? They can find me on Instagram at Ashley Ann Hare. And and they can work with me through lots of different things in there. There's like a whole link in bio. Oh yeah, there's a link in bio. Mm-hmm. Link in I have bio. a I have a link tree that has all the juicy information. Mm, juicy. <laughs> Send her a DM and tell her mm-hmm. what she said that resonated with you in this mm-hmm. podcast. It can be a really lonely place. Like y'all listen, but we don't always hear like what resonates or like what strikes a chord. So please mm-hmm. feel free to reach out. Like do it, please. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for coming out to the lounge today. It is truly an honor to have you here a part of this journey in this community with us. If you're loving this podcast, share it with a friend, tag us on social media and leave some love in the reviews below. Also, there are still resources for you in the show notes below. So do not miss those before you exit out of this podcast. All right. See you next week.